0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: Good morning and welcome, my friends. Thanks for tuning in. It's 8.06 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers with the answer is always yes. And one of your top stories is former President Trump having his business license revoked. And a judge is alleging uh, fraud, and this could have wide-ranging implications uh, for Trump. But he, of course, uh, will appeal this. But to me, it is clearly political. He's right. It is a witch hunt. All right, we'll get to that and more coming up. But right now, we want to touch base with Congresswoman Kat Kamek. Good morning. How you doing?
2: Good morning, Bob. How are you? Uh,
1: Doing good. I, I started things off a little bit shaky because... I have concerns about this October 4th uh, test that are coming. It's like an EAS thing, but this goes further than TV and radio effects. Cell phones, and I, I don't know that we've everybody has gotten enough information on this. Is there anything that we should be concerned about that's uh, kind of gotten the radar on for you? I'll
2: be honest, everything right now is just trying to get government funded through the end of the month and beyond you know uh, I got back to my office at three o'clock in the morning and uh, this morning after a full night of debate on amendments and it's wild because of course government in a last-ditch effort is actually starting to do their job getting people in a room to do the, the difficult thing of cutting programs and working to try to balance the budget I mean it's It's been pretty crazy. Um, uh, There's going to be so many things at the end of this month and the beginning of next week that have deadlines, have problems that people don't even realize really was at stake here. So it's going to be a very interesting week and a half.
1: Did you we'll did, did you feel like the time spent there until three a.m. Uh, was fruitful or could come to fruition? Do you think uh, that we'll be able to uh, stave off a government shutdown or are some of the Democrats just uh, being rascals?
2: So it's it's there's blame. There's plenty of blame to go around for sure. You know this this process of regular order of doing the twelve appropriations bills. It's very important. Over the weekend, I stayed in Washington. I was working with colleagues of mine like Byron Donalds and and other members who were really serious about cutting spending, about getting to the bottom of it. And sitting on the weaponization committee, I've seen where these agencies are able to go and do horrible things, and no one checks them. No one stops them. No one defunds them. And so it, it, it is in very large part because we have accepted status quo for too long. That's what needs to change. But on the other hand, you also have a bit of a disingenuous uh, play here because it wasn't until end of last week that there started this talk of, well, if we don't do this, there's no option moving forward. And if I mean, we could debate all day, all night, and you still wouldn't get all 12 appropriations. And so I think there's a lot of political theater at, uh, you know, out there of people you know, saying one thing uh, but understanding full well the co- the complications of the timeline. Either way, I think this is the point in time where we have to take a stand. I, I mean, for me, it's, it's Ukraine funding. We can't continue down this path of funding a proxy war. I have not supported Ukraine funding. I don't intend to start. We have a hurricane that devastated the western portion of our district out to the Gulf Coast all the way up to the Florida-Georgia line i mean there are real problems from crime to border security the inflation that is just killing everybody um those are the things we need to be focused on and so to even suggest that we're going to fund more ukraine money is absurd and i'll tell you i had a conversation with a couple of senators and they said don't cave and i said well one i won't but but why do you say that and they said this 24 billion that biden is asking for we were just briefed that he is going to ask for another $100 billion in increments every quarter all the way through into next year. And that's just unconscionable that, that given the state of things in America today, that's where his focus is.
1: Well, and apparently a good chunk of that money is not necessarily going to weaponry. It's actually right. uh, kind of supporting uh, small businesses, in fact. Uh, some money going to support The small business, I'm not saying there's not a need for that, but how does it become the business of the U.S. uh, to support a a Ukrainian business when, like you say, inflation is already eating into people's paychecks and hurting um, everybody from mom-and-pop companies to, you know, much larger corporations, but but we've got taxpayer dollars to spend in Ukraine. Wow.
2: Yeah, exactly, and it's just absurd. I mean, we're funding pensions, we're funding their border security, we're funding... um, civil, um, civil operations, just very weird things. And, you know, we've asked repeatedly, what is the mission statement in Ukraine? What is your war termination plan? What is your strategy to get out of this mess? They can't provide us with a clear cut mission. So that right there should make every single legislator, regardless of your party affiliation, extraordinarily wary that this is just an empty dark hole where we're pumping money into it with no clear objectives or goals. But the thing that, you know, it's frustrating because the White House has been pumping out a ton of propaganda, I call it, because they're saying, oh, you know, small businesses, if you're getting a small business loan, the the extreme MAGA Republicans are going to shut the government down. Oh, hey, service members, you're going to have to work, but you're not going to get paid. It's those extreme Republicans. What people don't realize is the, the president has incredible flexibility and and the ability to determine what gets shut down and what doesn't, it's through their OMB director. That is so wrong, because under the Trump administration, President Trump and his team, they worked really hard during a, a partial government shutdown to make it as painless as possible. They kept parks open. They kept services going. They kept everything going. And the notion that a bunch of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people get furloughed and, you know, woe is them. They go on vacation. They all know they're getting back pay. They know that they don't have to show up and they're going to get paid. And so I, I'm really, really frustrated because we get called in our office and folks are like, I can't believe you guys are funding Ukraine, but not not the vet. You're not funding this. And I'm like, listen, I this I will not support another nation's needs above our own. And the fact that the president is saying that it's mandatory to keep funding Ukraine but not mandatory to keep funding the military, that just shows you how much of an America last president he is. And let us not forget, Bob, that they have no problem. These are the same people that had no problem shutting down small businesses, shutting down schools, shutting down people's everyday lives and livelihoods. But then when it comes to the the shutdown of the government they clutch their pearls and say, "Oh my gosh, how dare you!" Yeah, it is hypocrisy, and, and double standard at, the, at most.
1: Yeah, and and using all kinds of uh, fear tactics to uh, try to push okay. their agenda. It's yeah. Um, hey, you did uh, get through a House resolution to stop the Biden administration from punishing hunting programs in schools. So, um, yeah. it looks like that was a big uh, big vote, four twenty four to one. But it, it so it says resolution. Does that have real teeth? So.
2: A resolution can have real teeth. It's a great first step in sending a message. And you see the numbers, 424 um, out of 435. The fact that you had overwhelmingly Republicans and Democrats saying that this weaponized government going after hunter safety programs in schools that are largely funded by organizations like the NRA and local volunteers, that is an overwhelming message that they have gone way too far on this so-called gun control narrative. Um, So that's actually going to have a counterpart in the Senate. And from there, you're going to see elements of that adopted into overall budget strategies. Um, But I think that that's pretty impressive that you had even Democrats stepping up and saying, whoa, this is a, this has gone too far. I think it's, it's almost like what happened in New Mexico when the governor wanted to quote unquote, suspend the constitution and, Prohibit people from carrying, right. which of course he doesn't have the power to do. And you had you had people from all backgrounds coming out of the woodwork saying, "Whoa, lady, you cannot suspend the Constitution. I don't care who you think you are; you don't have that right." So I, I think people are a little power drunk, and now it's our job as Congress to utilize our Article One authority. And really bring this administration to heal and so i think this is a great first step
1: well we're we're praying for you we're rooting for you to keep fighting a good fight congresswoman kat kamik we look forward to speaking to you again soon now now go ahead and get a, a cat nap if you will wow <laughs> i
2: appreciate it long day ahead say a prayer for our country
1: you got it thank you so much yeah that was a little weak wasn't it a little bit but you know I started to self-edit, and then I thought, ah, why not? No, the rest of my show's awesome because I don't do that. Right. I like the way <laughs> you you got to take the bad with the good sometimes. Sometimes. It is 8-16. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Chicago tow truck drivers are stealing cars. Crime is closing down Target stores. What is going on in these Democrat-run cities all around the country? We'll talk about that and more coming up on 97.3 The Sky.